Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mike G, back again with another episode of Kick Back and Chat Shit. I'm excited. I'm super excited. And we got Max with us, of course. And I'm super excited as well. Yeah, I was waiting for when you were going to say my name. Um, <laughs> thought you forgot for a second, man. Damn. Nah, nah, man. Nah, nah. I can't, can't forget about you, bro. Can't forget about you. What's man. Cool? Oh, man, you look like you play for the Netherlands today. I know. I got my orange on. I'm looking real sexy, man. I'm telling you, you look like a big-ass tangerine, baby. Um, you, know you, look like? you look like a bald Edgar Davids. <laughs> you didn't have no beard like this. Yeah, well, he wore glasses and he wore an he orange did. shirt, so. Uh, whatever. A bald Edgar Davids. I'm like, hey, that's a quite a player, so I ain't really tripping, bro. You want to hear something crazy? I am friends. One of my friends played for him when he was manager at Barnet. For those that don't know, Barnet were or are a conference premier side, so fifth division uh, professional team in England. And he was player manager at Barnet, I think, for one season. Hmm. And he wore number zero and as, as a professional player. I, apparently, he was like the weirdest guy ever. And he made <laughs> he made all <laughs> the players refer to him as Mister, like like they couldn't call him Edgar or like Mister Davids, like huh. they had to call hold him on, Mister. Hold on. Wait, 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 back up, back up, back up. So he's a player coach, yes. And as as I'm running, as I'm running down the <laughs> exactly. sideline, as I'm running down the sideline, and he has the ball, I'm not saying Edgar, Edgar. I'm saying Mister, Mister. Apparently, and he's wearing number zero, so it's just it's completely fucked and. I think he got. I think he got sacked or fired after a few months. I'd have to check because uh, I don't know the full. I don't know the full uh, facts about this, but yeah, that's that's crazy to think. And he was like forty years old as well. Like apparently, he used to smash people in training, just absolutely clean them out as well. But like, he's I mean, also taking the session. Imagine that. Like your coach is telling you to do something, but then like two seconds later, he's absolutely wiping you out. And then you have to stand up and call him like mister. It's just, it, it just doesn't work. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I mean, he was, he was a hell of a player though. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, hell of a player. I mean, uh, they had that little golden era as well. I wouldn't even say the golden era. They had a lot of good players, but I just feel like they weren't doing what they should have been doing. If that makes sense. Oh, hundred um, percent. I feel like they had a better they had a better squad than the um than the team that actually made it to the World Cup final. Yeah, I'd make. agree. I'd agree. Um, if you look at like all the all their players back then, but that's the thing with the Netherlands. Apparently, they're the the greatest country football wise to never win a World Cup. So, will it ever happen? I guess time will tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it should. It will. Um. But I think they're I think they're at it. They're at like an up but down downtime. They don't have like a all a pure out and out striker. Like the pie is good. Speaking about the pie, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. But the pie is good, but I just don't think he he really has that like uh, Van Persie class to that Van Nistelrooy class. No, you know what I mean, no, no, definitely not. He's not a he's he's not a predator. Like those guys were cold hearted, selfish yeah. in the box. I mean, he's selfish as well, but. Oh yeah, he is. So he's, he's too he's too pretty to be good. That's a problem. No, he think he thinks he's too pretty to be. good. <laughs> he thinks he's too pretty to be good. Like he, he like walks around the pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And someone, I think big... someone said to me. Someone said to me, Memphis Depay uh, never came back from from when Laurie Harvey broke up with him. Ah, uh, sheesh, sheesh. I mean, hey, I, I mean, I might not have made it back either. Yeah, <laughs> 
Anyways. anyway, what's going on, Mike? How you been, man? I'm I'm good, man. Um, I'm I'm really good to be honest, man. There's a lot of football. Football has been amazing thus far. The Prem has been like amazing. There's just things what that a start like, to the season. What a start! I mean, I know your team's not doing well right now, but at the but. I just, in general, it's 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 a very fun time to be watching Premier League soccer, and I mean, said I said soccer, that's mad. Yeah, that's that's a problem, you know. Being in America, I'm coaching these people. <laughs> like, hey, do we have soccer practice today? We have soccer training today. Like, oh man, we play football, fam. You get me, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> it's it's been it's been nice to see like Premier League football like at its like where it's at. Um, Liverpool look amazing. Manchester Manchester City got smashed. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's wow. I mean, I hate, I, don't to, I hate to say it, but it, it almost seems like it's going to be. And we said this to each other a few days ago, but if Liverpool play like this and they keep playing like this, it will be a continuation of what happened last season. That game yeah. that they played, I'd say for 60 minutes, that's the best performance I've seen by a team in any competition in football in the last 12 months, they were unbelievable better. I think they were the way, honestly, it's like they all have the same brain. They're all thinking the same thing at the same time. And like, I just, it's, it's fun to watch. The only thing that I didn't enjoy was Mo Salah trying to steal a goal from (laughs) Diogo Jota. Thank God he scored. I'm glad he, I'm glad he got one as well. I'm glad he got one because that that would have been sick. Um, that would have been sick. I mean, there, there's been definitely some great things. I mean, even seeing Leicester, a five-two thumping of a City. Like yeah. who would have, who would, whoever put money on that, won loads of money. And too bad they can't go to the bar and buy out the bar. Um, but they won loads <laughs> of money, loads of money, and sat at home and uh, you know opened them a few a few brews brews because I mean, wow, to be a Leicester fan this weekend just to see that, like, what kind of confidence do you think? You know they have like their their fans have, and it just made a big signing as well. Uh, yesterday or two days ago, who the Wesley Fofana? Yeah, 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 yeah. I they I'm surprised that they didn't get um, Tarkovsky from Burnley. I think that they were trying to get him for a while. They were in the market for a centre back. Um, Seonju, who plays for them, has been immense. But I think I have to get a lot of a lot of credit, obviously, to the main man himself, Jamie Vardy. Who, Jamie Vardy, what an inspiration, man! Like he's got better and better, and he's like you know, he they he's the English, uh, you know, the English hero for a lot of people because he came yeah. from non-league and scored a hat trick at the Etihad against City, like, and they they've got the blueprint. If anyone wants to beat City. That that's gonna be have to be the way to do it. Um, I mean, it may not be, it may not work after the uh, after City sign of Diaz though. Yeah, yeah. Is that, does that change everything? Um, I've only seen Ruben. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and and say like I know everything about the guy because I've only seen him play twice. And to be honest, it was in the Champions League. You probably see you saw him play live, and you probably didn't even know it. Oh, Benfica? Yeah. I mean, hey, they won. No, they actually <laughs> lost. So it wasn't that good. I saw Memphis Depay play live as well. It played. Um, it was Benfica versus uh, Lyon. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, if yeah, Memphis yeah. Depay can score against him, he can't be that good. 
maybe maybe he fits into the system. But yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know a lick about him. Uh, but I mean, obviously they spent some big money on him, so it ha- he has to be decent. Hopefully, it fits in into the system. Um, I I would say that I I, I do want to see a shakeup of the top the top four. I want to see like an incredible shakeup. Um, I want to see like some teams that should not even like like have no business being in like Crystal Palace, Leeds United. I want to see some crazy shit happen. I hope so, I, and I hope it's it's tighter at the top as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see because as as we saw, you know, Leicester have started well once again. Sure. It seems like it seems like Tottenham had started to play well, but then VAR comes in and ruins that for them. Man United. Uh. Man United get lucky after the final whistle and get a penalty to <laughs> to score after we've been playing shit. We've got you know, we've got the fucking roadrunner Tariq Lamptey <laughs> running eighty yards up the pitch, winning a free uh, winning a penalty, and you know we have to win in the ninetieth minute. So, hey, let, hey, hey, hey! Before we even jump any further, Tariq Lamptey. What is this? The Tariq Lamptey episode? Tariq Lamptey. Yeah, Bayern like Munich, it. Tariq Lamptey. Hey, I'm calling, I'm calling it right now. I told Max the other day, 1.5 years, Tariq Lamptey, the best right back in all the football, if he goes to Bayern Munich. Ah, okay. So there's a there's an asterisk next to it. Yes, there's an asterisk. I'm just saying, by the time by the time people hear this episode, and by the time we film a new episode, the transfer window is going to be closed. So I have, I have to put it out there now. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you say? Is he 19 years old? 19 years old, 5'5". Five, 5'5", five. Five, five, weighing in at 102 pounds, hailing from West London. Uh, no, I mean, we, we spoke about Tariq Lamptey uh, a few episodes ago and just, like, how how well he played against Chelsea. I mean, like, like I think we spoke about it. Chelsea is definitely kicking themselves in the teeth, right? Oh, so, yeah, have to be. I mean, to see that they sold him for three million pounds. Yeah, he's going to be what? He's already worth double that, more than double, three times. Uh, that. No, no, you're trying to sell him for twenty five m's. <laughs> twenty, but uh, Byron came in at twenty mil, and they wouldn't let him go for twenty. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they probably see something in him, but they know that Byron won him, so they're like, oh yeah, let's try and wager. But I mean, Brighton, come on, like don't let's let's not be stupid. Yeah, let's don't not, get too not, big for your boots. Exactly. I and mean, let him then, go, man. Let him let him do his thing. If he wants to, he should. I think he should. Um, there's another thing with him as well. Um, speaking about you know, with him having Ghanaian parents, they're trying to see if he can possibly play for Ghana. Um, yeah. Or Ghana, Ghana, Ghana Fo- football federation reached out to him. Um, and that, what do you think about that? Should he go play for Ghana? Or go I've got. I've got um, two opinions on this. One, I think it would, from strictly his standpoint, to have those two options is amazing, right? So he gets to play for, you know, one of the most talented squads in Africa. He could play in the African Cup of Nations, you know, incredible opportunities there, hopefully go to a World Cup. Whereas with England, he's got a lot of players. I mean, the the right-back position is probably the deepest position in the English roster at the moment in terms of talent. The only other thing is that my friend plays for Ghana at the moment, Andy Item. Um, 
and he's a right back. So I would rather mm-hmm. him not have the competition when it comes to to Ghana. But um, as his fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, if if Tariq Lamptey can, I mean, I think wherever he goes, he's got a number of years before he has to decide. I think you know he's only nineteen. He's he's only nineteen. Like, well, you don't think he can uh, play first team football right now? Not for England. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, I guess if he played for Ghana in a competitive match, African Cup of Nations coming up this year. Exactly. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. Done invested from, but that's a tough one. I can't remember the player that said it. He said that the issue with playing for you know like an African nation compared to possibly playing for a European nation are basically the the things that the European nation will do for you. Um, if things don't go right, let's say you have an injury, you yeah, know, you get you get injured in, um, in Ghana, uh, playing for playing for the Ghana national team. They're like, okay, well, you know, go ahead, find surgery. You got to do it like all yourself, or hopefully your club will help you. They don't they don't pay for that. Uh, uh, there's, different, there's different like you know if it's money and things like that that they kind of like f these players. Like you we we you heard about the um. Oh, uh, Yaya Toure and all them. Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, I think it was them, or like they all like were on the bus, and they're like, "We're not getting off the bus until you guys pay us, like pay us our wages or whatever, or some type oh, of shit." Like you know, during like the World Cup, like some of these African nations are very like very sketchy, you know, doing some real fucked up shit to these like <laughs> <laughs> to, to, these, <laughs> to these players that are worth millions and millions of dollars, but. They want to play for the home country. They want to represent, you know, the home country. But it's difficult to do so, especially when you have that dual uh, citizenship saying that, hmm, well, I mean, not to put it the best to put it this way, the white man, you say he's going to pay me this. (laughs) 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 Or he's going to take care of me. He's like, eh, like, I love love the motherland, but y'all just really ain't really uh, rocking with it. So it's a tough one. With the shits, huh? Damn. Yeah. Well, look, man. I, I, if anything, it's a good problem to have, right, for Tariq Lamptey. Um, but I think the most important thing for him is to get on that plane to Bavaria and get into that Bayern Munich team, man. Because after seeing what our, our boy Alfonso Davis did, you know, if, if he can do it, hopefully Tariq Lamptey can do it as well. But yeah, I mean, I think the weekend of football was exciting. Um, his performance was fantastic. Um, Liverpool's performance was fantastic. Leicester, Jamie Vardy, unbelievable. But VAR was horrific. Some of the calls... Well, all right, a few things. There were three incidents in the same weekend for handball that were all questionable. Some of them, I'm not sure. I mean, I think they probably got it right. Like, from an unbiased standpoint, I think the handball in the Brighton game was a handball because his arm was away from him and he mm-hmm. didn't kind of block it. But did you see the Eric Dyer one? Like he's not even facing the ball and it hits yeah. his hand and they give a penalty that late in the I, game. Like I, I, I just I, don't agree with it. Like what are your I thoughts? Mean, I mean, what is like, so my question is to you, like what is the best way to be able to judge like these handballs and things like that? I mean, because at the end of the day, soccer is a very, uh, subjective, objective. I always get this subjective, subjective, subjective game. Like depending on who's watching it, depending on who you're rooting for, depending on like the position that you're in, and even from like the VAR VAR point, like 
they might they're they're probably not the same people the same person looking at it every single time. So it's like I know there's rules for a reason, but I feel like the same thing happens in basketball. You know, it's like whoever's refing the game is going to ref the game a certain way. So it's like, what is the best way for like VAR or for like these calls to like, in your opinion, the uh, best way is, yeah, the best way is, as you say, it is subjective and let the referee decide what the right result is. Because I think the VAR, the people at in the booth or in the office or whatever that are looking at the game through a million camera angles are having too much of too much information. They're having too much of, yeah, they're having too much of an effect on the game because, for example, offside is offside, right? That's yes. not that's not subjective, but a kind of. Kind of. Well, all right, you can explain that later. Because, but a hand, go ahead. You, you're rolling. You're rolling. I'll let you. Handball or red card or things of that nature. That's not that is subjective because the the referee can judge it in the moment in the pace of the game, whereas they're looking at things four or five times in slow motion, running mm-hmm. it back. And they're not seeing it in real time. But I think the referee should have the final call. They've got those video monitors there, so they should be able to utilize them more often. I think it's tough, though, because, you know, let's look at, like, for instance, the other day, um, the handball against um, uh, McTominay? Lindelof. Lindelof, sorry, excuse me. Uh, Lindelof. Um on Ayu's Ayu shot, yeah, was that that was a clear handball? Ref didn't see it, but VAR called it. Granted, it did take a while for that to happen, but I believe that was the right call, you know. And then you, as a United fan, like no way that was not the right call, you know. So it's like we can go back and forth and say why it is, why it isn't, blah blah blah. But it, it I don't know, I don't know the right way to do it. Maybe it's just like, hey, if someone kicks the ball and they're within, you know, three yards of you, we're just not even gonna call it. You're just gonna say fuck it. Like that's just it is what it is. But if your hand is all the way up in the air at the same time, it's 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 tough, even if it is within a yeah. yard or two. I mean, I think that the, I mean the old rules, like when there was no VAR, is like, you know, was the person's hand close to their body or was it away from their body? You know what I mean? Yeah, I still, I, I still feel like that is a maybe that that's valid. Still, that's still yeah, a valid point know. that happens, but I think the like for the reason why I said something about the offsides, I feel like it's just up and down with that shit. Just so the fact is like, yo, his 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 pinky was offsides, and then you guys are like going in like a trigonometry, zooming in, zooming in. Put the red line, put the blue line, put the green line, yellow line, the purple line, and it's like. Offsides. It's like, come on now. Like somebody, somebody's like fucking bun was offsides, and it, you know, just like, come on now. It's like it's just a bit too much. Um, so and, and it kills the game. Like it kills celebrations. It kills things like that. I know we talked about VAR. I don't want to talk like get too like deep into it, but it, it there's been times it's been the right call. Yeah, but think about the times. But think, but think about think about the call. Think about like. The, probably the the worst VR moment to date. I know exactly what you're gonna say. What is it? It's that Man City Tottenham match. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've never just think of I've never felt that way about VAR. I was like, oh, you just see them running and celebrating. Like, yeah, I like, think the crazy thing was as well is that 
for those listening, a little backstory behind this. Mike and I and his wife and a friend of ours, Ashley, we were all in this um, in this bar in London Bridge and we were watching the Champions League quarterfinal and it was mostly Tottenham fans in there. Um, yeah. know, being, that we're in, being that we're in London. But the overall feeling in the room when that goal got called back was it was weird it was like everyone was completely silent i'd never been in a bar watching a like a football match and people on both sides were completely silent they couldn't believe what was going on because yeah yeah but it wasn't called 20 seconds before that call there was beer all in the fucking (laughs) (laughs) like people were soaked in beer yeah yeah it was a good time though Oh man, what a what a match that was! I mean, like I really wish that it's just like, what if that would have happened to Liverpool when they played Barcelona? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if the ref would have been like called it back and said, "Oh, Tra- Alexander Arnold, the ball wasn't all the way on the um on the corner flag." Yeah, yeah, like an inch off, an inch off the corner flag. Like, how sick would that have been? I mean, I would are, prefer that. Are, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. I would have been sick. I probably would have cried. Um, in all honesty, but yeah, I mean, it's there for a reason. I just think that it's maybe just used a little bit too much. Uh, I don't know. Like the problem is, is that like a, a players are happy about VAR when it's on their side and upset yeah, about it. When it's not. And I think that, and that kind of like runs me to my next point to where all or nothing. With Jose Mourinho, I'm not going to say all or nothing with Tottenham because it's not Tottenham. It's all it's or nothing. Jose, with Jose show. It is the Jose show. It is 100. percent And I would say it's it's incredible. I love it. I I didn't know too much about Jose except for the trophies that he's won. Basically everywhere he's been, um, that guy that guy is amazing. That guy is amazing, and I definitely suggest watching the Amazon. You know, we're shouting you out. We deserve that plug. Uh, we're giving you that, you know, we're, uh, <laughs> we're the podcast of the future uh, for football. So. so what? So what are you saying about Jose then? Is he is he the special one? Um, is he? I think he is, but I think he's lost a little bit of his touch. Um, but then I also think he's been pretty unfortunate at Tottenham. Like, really watching it and then seeing, like, you know, granted, like, on the outside looking in, you hear all about all these injuries. But when you really look and see, like, how close a lot of these injuries were when they they came back from, like, 12 points down to be able to move within, like, a couple points, a point away from fourth place. And then you got, uh, you got Sissoko getting injured. You got Harry Kane getting injured. You got Son, you got Son being injured. Um, you got all these things just happening time after time after time. Yeah. And it's just like, oh shit. And he really he really is a player, he's really like the player coach. Um that if you is there's like two sides of it. If you're if you rock with Jose, if he rocks with you, uh, he fucking loves you probably. Yeah, boy. If he doesn't rock with you <laughs> <laughs> I you know what? I'll I will admit I haven't seen it yet. I've seen a lot of the other football shows, but that is definitely one I need to tune into. But there's been a lot of clips going around on Twitter, um, most specifically one where he's speaking to Danny Rose in his office. What are your thoughts on that? Because Twitter is a weird place, uh, and the football Twitter especially is a weird place. 
and you get people kind of, I don't know, saying some really childish and stupid shit about oh, talk that to me clip. About talk to me. What, what, what's, the, what's the exact clip? Because I, I watched it. So, so there was a clip where know. Danny Rose comes in and, and he's basically saying, why am I not playing? Correct. And then he's saying, well, if you don't want me here, then I'm going to go speak to Daniel Levy, the, the owner. And yeah, I think... And I think, from my opinion, I think the first half of the conversation was okay because everyone has been there. When you want to be in the team, for whatever reason, you're not in the team and you want to know why. And I think Jose probably, I don't know, he, he probably answered him to the best of his ability. Like, I have played you, but, you know, every time you've played, you've been shit. But then Danny Rose came back and said, but how can you never He never he never said Danny Rose was shit. Danny Rose actually called himself shit. And then Mourinho said, you're not shit. You didn't play shit. But, um, you know, like, I don't think that you played your best. And then Danny Rose got upset and said that, well, there's other players that have been playing shit. In yeah, that, see, that, yeah. And, you know, and, it, and like, yes, I understand, like, as a player, and this is a funny topic that we talked about. We're not going to bring it up today. Uh, that we just uh, talked yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> uh, before the podcast. But, I think just as a player, like, I definitely understand where he's coming from. I think he just took it a bit too far, you know. And maybe, maybe because maybe because he feels like, you know, he's he's a longest standing player on the club. This is like childhood, basically his childhood club. Um, only club he's basically ever played for um, until he, he took he had his move to Newcastle for loan. Um, it's, you know, it's 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 tough. But I just think that, like, his emotions just were a little bit too far. Exactly. I, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. Like t- to be one hundred percent upfront, um, me and Dwayne uh, Schaefer at uh, UC Davis got into it in training, and then he was just like, "Yeah, you know, you keep you keep this up. I'm not going to take you to Santa Barbara." I'm like, "I'm the best striker on the team. How are you not going to take me to Santa Barbara?" Granted, I missed probably like fifteen goals. I had fifteen shots on target, did not score a goal, and but I'm like the most dangerous striker. She's like, "I'm not going to take you to Santa Barbara." And literally, a couple hours later. Looking at the uh, look at the email, he didn't take uh, fucking Santa Barbara. I said, "Wow!" Texted him, went to his office, and I was like, "Yo, uh, like, so what's going on?" And he's just like, you know, just training and things like that. Just like I said, I wasn't gonna take you. I said, "Wow, all right, I want to transfer." <laughs> yeah, transfer just like that. He's wow. like, "Are you serious? Are you serious?" And then he was on his bike, getting ready to go like to the. Uh, to home to come back so that they go on the bus. And that was the last time I've like, after that, he signed my paperwork when they came back from Santa Barbara and I, and then I transferred. So I, I've done it. Um, but it's all emotion. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. I think that's the issue. Yeah. I think that, I mean, again, you know, it, at the end of the day, and it's just interesting to see at the end of the day, these guys that are getting paid tens of thousands of pounds, dollars, whatever a week, still at the end of the day just want to play football and it gets emotional you know what i mean like he could easily just sit there and and you know he's probably on 50 60 grand a week at least <laughs> you know like yeah, he could just sit. It, i know but that part of me in part of me that's like heartwarming to see that the game yeah. hasn't gone too far you know the wrong way but i do think when he went and said oh well, i'm just going to go speak to daniel levy about getting a, you know getting a transfer or going on loan or whatever he said, I think that's too far. Like you don't go to the, to the owner of the, or I mean, not the owner, the chairman of the club 
Yeah, it's not his, it's not his decision at the end of the day. It's like it's it's the manager's decision, and I mean I understand. He's like he wants to know if he's in his plans, and you know he still feels like he has a, a little bit of football left in him, so he wants to you know take advantage of it. But that's that's a, that's a that's a cold world about football. If you don't produce, you're not going to play. And hey, we all we all seen it in the in the wise it. words of J Cole: "Cold world, no, no blanket." blanket. Yes. Yes. So here's a question for you, though. Go ahead. If you had to compare the Jose show to the rest of the football kind of docu-series that you've seen, so whether that be Sunderland Till I Die, All or Nothing Man City, the Leeds one, uh, I think it might be All or Nothing, but I haven't seen the Leeds. Oh, my God. The Leeds one. I saw it. Really, I saw half of the uh, the Man City one. Um, I, I I just think that the one thing that I didn't I do notice about both Pep and Jose is that they're just addicted to the game. The love of the game is immense. Like okay, um, and that is one thing I, I do enjoy. I do think that like watching it from what I could remember, it's been a while since it's in the Man City, uh, it's Man City all or nothing. Um, but Pep is more tactical than Mourinho. Okay. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't show, but it could just see Pep. His his gears are always. I know it's. Turning. It's like does this guy ever turn off? Like it's like the light switch is always turned on with him. Exactly. Exactly. And the the one clip that I can really think about that basically uh, speaks of who Pep is is a time they just won the fucking is it EFL or some FA Cup. Oh, when he's speaking to um... speaking to Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. They got confetti on them, and he's pointing side to side, like, "Yo, do this, do this. You should have been doing this." And then Sterling's over here, like, "Think all about right. this, though. Think about this, though. He does all of that thinking, and he still can't get his team to defend. How yeah. is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it, maybe they're just a bit old. You know, we, we did talk about like that is one thing that." You know, Byron does very well. Is that they are able to refresh? They know when the right time yeah. to refresh. Yeah, they and know think, hit the recycle button. Exactly, and I think that's the issue with um, with Pep and them. Granted, they do have some players that they have brought in. They do have some young players coming through. Um, you still have you know Sterling, who's young. You still have De Bruyne. You have um, the incredible English player. What's his name? Um, it's not Mason Mount. Foden. Foden, you got Phil Foden, you know, someone who's uh, young, you know, brought brought up uh, through the academy and things like that. So you got all these great players. Uh, but I think that you look at Fernandinho, how terrible did he look the other day? Yeah, well, the, the man is old. The man is he old. Is. So I, I think mean, he's, that is, that he is have, age. He, he, he's, he's bought himself one bad performance. Yeah, no, no. I think he's an incredible player. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying that, like, they have not really hit the refresh button. No, no, of and course even, they even with, even with Messi, it's like, yeah, you're going to spend this big money, but Messi's still 33. Um, and it's like, are you going to end up pushing Man City, like if they got Messi, Man City to what Barcelona currently currently is by leaning on somebody? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? For some, like maybe another two years. Yeah, so, interesting, interesting. But, but no, nah, but, but yeah, no, you're definitely right. I need to watch that uh, All or Nothing Tottenham. You definitely need to watch the All or Nothing. I can't remember if it's All or Nothing, but the Leeds one, because Marcelo Bielsa, the manager of Leeds, is... Uh, what is they a, call, what's his name again? 
Um, not, not his name. They call him the um, the Madman, or yes, I don't know, something, something crazy like that. A local, a local something. But uh, he's he's in the same vein of Jose and Pep in terms of his obsession of the game, his tactical thinking. But the training sessions at Leeds are fucking nuts. Like, I would love to play for a manager like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's been some incredible football, like, documentaries and series that have come out. Like, that Sunderland Till I Die one is crazy. Oh yeah, that that is a great that is a great series. Um, but you know, five minutes five minutes left. I have a few questions for you. All right, man, this is just for you. I want to get your thoughts. This is something new that I just implemented two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> new feature of the show. New feature of the show. Two seconds ago, Sancho. What happens? Uh, stays at Bayern. I mean, stays at Dortmund. Mm, okay. Um, Dembele. What happens? Stays at Barca. Okay, um, any signings for men uh, for for United in the next was it four days, three no. days? No signings. I don't think so. Okay, what place uh, do you guys finish in the league this year? Fourth. Cool. Serginho Dest. Ah, uh, my guy, my guy. Thoughts. I really like him as a player. Why he's chosen to play for the United States, I'll never fucking know. Like, all right, one, he's not even born in the U.S. And his dad is like was born in New York, I think, but he's Surinamese, moved to moved to the Netherlands. Hopefully, he does his thing at Barca. But that's a big decision. He's choosing Barca over Bayern. I don't know, man. I, I and he's I like him because he's American, right? And he and he's doing his thing, and he's a great player. But has he made the right decision? Time will tell. The reason he's gone to Barcelona is pretty apparent, obviously. He thinks he's going to play. The coach is Dutch, so he doesn't have to learn the language, really. He doesn't have yeah. to go in there and not speak German. So he can he can communicate. Frankie de Jong is there, so he knows Frankie de Jong from Ajax. Probably they might be mates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets to play with the greatest player ever. So, But be interesting. All right, all right. I mean, I think that's all the questions I actually do have for you. I, I said five minutes, but I can't think of anything else. Um, but yeah, I think that was uh, I think that went pretty well. But yeah, I, I'm definitely interested to see how that uh, death situation does work out. Um, but you look at it like I've I've always, I've preached this probably a million times on this podcast, and I've talked to you probably like two million times about this. Is that I feel like this childhood club dream just needs to go the fuck away. Um, he he should. So you think he should have gone to Bayern? Yeah, of course. Like I mean, he's what is he nineteen, twenty? Uh, yeah. You you just look. It's like we people keep choosing things just off of like dreams. Um, and yes, granted, playing with Messi incredible, but you playing with Messi and you becoming a better player are two different things. They're very mutually exclusive. Granted, you can possibly become a better player at uh, at Barcelona, but when you really take a look at who's doing things right when it comes to uh, the betterment of young players, it's everything is happening in Germany. Yeah, you look at Bayern. You just look at Davies. Like Davies is the best example. And I'm sorry about not we're not talking about him last week when we were talking about the uh, fullback position enough, but. 
you look at Davies from striker or from winger to fullback, and now is considered the best winger in the world. Yeah. Left yeah. left back in the world. Like you just look at that. You you look at other players, you look at Pulisic, you look at uh Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho basically left for free. Yeah. From, from Man City. Um yeah, I mean, look at the, the list is even, even longer. It just goes, it just goes. You have Reyna, you have uh um, even Kevin De Bruyne got his big break in Germany. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's 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 definitely very interesting um to really to see that. And I I don't get me wrong, I really hope it works out because I think like the US national team it definitely has a lot of players that are now playing um abroad. Top top clubs top, as well. Yeah, top clubs. Not not just playing not just playing in, in Austria. Like these people are actually like playing in like in the bright lights. Yeah. I mean, has, has there ever been a US national player to play for Barcelona? I have to say that probably not yet. No. No. So it's the first US national player to, to play for Barcelona. Yep. And I mean he's I mean, granted, I was gonna say he's playing in, in front of a hundred thousand people. Kobe, yeah. fuck you. Um but, <laughs> <laughs> No, look at it. I think there's there's I think there's firsts for 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 most of them. I mean I think Pulisic Chelsea uh, is, yeah. is is the first uh big American player to, to make an impact with Chelsea. Weston McKinney on loan at Juventus, champions of Italy. Like <sighs> It's, it's, and, it's, and started his first match. Yeah, played well. well, he played the other day as well. I mean, against yeah. Roma, it, they did draw two two, but you know he's playing. You've got, as you say, Gio Reyna playing for uh, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. So I mean, I know shit's not great in the US right now, but uh, at least we got some players at top clubs, right? <laughs> <laughs> so hey, some young players too. There's not no Clint Dempsey, Leonard Donovan coming here at the age of twenty uh, eight. <laughs> Uh, is, uh, never forget, cool. never forget. Clint Dempsey released a uh, a rap record. Never forget. Oh, he's from Texas. H- is he from H Town? <laughs> I don't know, but that shit's funny. That shit's hella funny. Nah, man, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited about US US uh, football. Um, and to just really see like which way are we going? Are we are we pushing forward? Because yeah, God, that Trinidad loss. Granted, my people from Trinidad, you know. Uh, Mendem, you know, Wagwan, everybody in Trinidad knows Jamaican, but still, you know, that's that's what I need to do. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see if they can actually make the World Cup this time. Well, got the we technically got the quality air quotes. Yeah. Well, shit, we fucking hope so. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. We know it was a uh, convoluted episode today, but we just thought we would sit back and chat shit, really. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> but but catch us on the Instagram, the Twitter, catch us on the Spotify, the goddamn Apple Podcast, and everything, <laughs> man. So we'll be up and at them. We're here every Wednesday. You know where to find us. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate your ears, man. Hey, bless up, everybody. You guys have a good one. Stay safe. Wear your mask. And vote. Vote. Sheesh. <laughs> All right. <laughs>